Is anybody having trouble with Apple Music? Uh, define trouble. <laughs> I don't know. Are you having Jim Dalrymple trouble? Oh, Jim Dalrymple trouble. I always have Jim Dalrymple trouble. Have you been called into Apple? <laughs> I have not been called in. Is that like being called in, like held after class? Uh, no, I don't think it. I don't think it was. No, that, that was more like, um, please come. We want to make it better for you. I I one hundred percent convinced that Jim's purpose in writing about Apple Music was that he was frustrated and mad with Apple Music, and he wanted the world to know that he was writing it off. I soon as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, he's going to get a call from Apple, and they're going to say, hey, let's come in and try to fix this together. Um, and so apparently, he's now not done with Apple Music. Although he hasn't specifically said, "I'm back on the Apple Music train," he simply said, "They got my music back." What I'm curious about, which he hasn't said yet, is, is he going back? <laughs> like, is he no longer done? Uh, but I'm not having issues with Apple Music. However, I, as with all streaming services I have tried, I haven't downloaded anything. I only use it for streaming. And I think that Jim's biggest, well, Jim's two biggest issues were, one, he had no backups of his files, <laughs> which is terrible, as Jim has acknowledged. And two, uh, you know, using iTunes Match and Apple Music at the same time is a recipe for pain and hate. Hey, John. Yeah. Who's this guy? (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. I know. I I think that you're right that, I don't know. So I've been using mainly for streaming, and I saw Jason wrote a piece on Six Colors about how he really likes the add to library feature, which I've used incredibly sparingly right now, just because I, it feels weird. It feels weird to add stuff I don't own to my library. Mm. I can't quite get past a mental block there. I, see, see, this is, I, this is my psychosis is that I buy it. That if I really, really, <laughs> and if I Let's really discuss like each it, of our individual psychoses. Yeah. And if I really like it, I buy it and add it to my library. But I've been spending most of my time, like, I think, like, so Lex, I'm guessing, like you, I search for things and then be like, okay, I want to play that album. And then I just stream that album. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't actually add it to my library. I did it with, like, one or two songs, just more to try it out than anything. And it it worked fine. Um, but I haven't, like, gone through and added, like, huge swaths of stuff to my library because it seems it seems weird. It seems it's like it's like getting a book from the library and just putting it on your shelf for a while. <laughs> it's like sooner or later someone's going to come calling and want that I've, thing. I've probably bought about twenty songs because of what the fuck is wrong with Apple you? Music? Yeah, that's really crazy. <laughs> I just well like I I, I don't trust I don't let you know I'm like Jim I get I don't trust anything. So are you is is your plan <laughs> I have then trust issues? Is your plan then when the three month trial is over like you're just out cold turkey? Um, well, I am, that I am makes leaving, sense so that's the thing, I'm leaving that door, I'm trying to leave that door open, because I'm not completely convinced yet. Um, I feel like I'll keep doing it, because I like the music discovery aspect of it so much, but here's the other, here's the other thing, which, um, is, is admittedly temporary, but, um, I, it's a problem that I have right now, is that when I find this music, I often want to play it on my Sonos, and Sonos won't play the the music that you well actually i don't know i don't think it'll play the music that you have downloaded that's drm'd i I think you have to buy it i think you have to buy it in order for it to play now they're gonna they're gonna hook into apple music eventually but they haven't done that yet well at at any rate i know i know absolutely you have to have it on your your phone in order to get it onto locally or you have to have you have to have a local copy of it 
Okay. So you at least have to download it, and I think it won't do the DRM songs. Well, because here's the thing. When you add it to your library, that does not, by default, download it. It's in your library, but it's not necessarily local. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I'm, well, I, I was interpreting that as... Because um, if you tap on it, you can still see a separate option that says make available offline. Yeah, make available offline. That's what I was thinking. Which is I'm different sorry. from okay. adding it to your library, which is, again, one of Because you can technically, if you're doing iTunes Match, same, similar, same thing. Like, you can have stuff stored in the cloud... And then okay. make it available. So I was offline. thinking of something different. Then I was thinking of make it available offline. Yes. Okay. Um, the thing that that run, I run into a problem with is that I really like um, listening to music as I'm, you know, out walking or in the car or whatever, and so I end up streaming a lot of music over my cellular connection, and that has proved problematic <laughs> because uh-huh. I almost have chewed through my data plan in like. <laughs> two weeks <laughs> it, it is time for you to join us at t-mobile i am so i saw today that they oh, yeah, announced right. john Legere announced as yeah, we record that, this that the apple music is included in their music freedom program which is right. weird because i thought net neutrality would kind of obviate that but i guess the point is that they're doing it for like all the music providers pretty much so right they, they do it for many music providers and they let customers suggest other ones and they keep just keep adding all the big ones but so the idea is it doesn't count against your data allowance but frankly even if they didn't do it because they offer unlimited data anyway it right. doesn't matter right. like it might be you might have dropped down to 3g speeds or whatever at some point but that's still good enough to stream music from apple music um but yeah, so Apple Music streaming is free on T-Mobile. And I need somebody who's good at math to tell me if I'm supposed to buy an iPhone 6 now. Because <laughs> John Legere said... You'll get a free one, you basically. Get a free if you one, pay a free new iPhone. a month for the privilege of having an iPhone 6, you can just trade it in and get whatever comes next. But you only, you'll only end up paying... Because the new one, let's say it comes out in September. It's July now. So you'll pay, what, like at the max, 45 bucks. Right. That seems pretty good. Do you have to keep paying the $15 a month? Like, can you stop paying when you get the new phone, or are you God, stuck paying it? Let's ask John Legere. Yeah. Hey, right. guys! <laughs> get dude, is, dude is crazy. I yeah. would call him, but I have T-Mobile. It's, uh, that would, that would make yeah. yeah, well, let's see. That's the thing. I mean, I, I tried T-Mobile here, and it's not good. So I can't, I can't do that. I know. But the I, Wi-Fi I just, calling covers me. Like... When okay. I'm home or yeah. I'm in one bar world, I have the Wi-Fi calling on, and it's like, fine. That's, it's, as, that, it's as good as a Skype call. That is the one issue for me is that, you know, traveling around, feeling like I, I don't have the coverage. Because AT&T has problems, but it's it's generally pretty good. Uh, and I've been in a few places where it's super convenient. But I really, I mean, T-Mobile just keeps adding, like, crazy. Yeah, I know crazy yeah. features i'm like how are they like as far as i can tell the next step is when you sign up they just send you a check right like that's the point we're approaching right. where it's like here just take this money because i cannot understand for the life of me how, what are they doing what is their strategy here <laughs> it's just annoying the hell out. somebody suggested on twitter they're just annoying the hell out of people like annoying the hell out of the larger competitors until someone buys them it's <laughs> like all right, all right that's kind of plausible i guess work for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. They just want to amass customers, right? Once they have you, they feel like they probably can get you locked in for a right. long, long time. Right. But That's then they have to start, don't they have to start like rolling back all the stuff they put in? Because all the whole point of all that, all the stuff they've added does not seem like it has any retention, you know, like the, they made a bit, such a big point of like how easy it is to switch away and you don't need to set a contract, right? You just pay off your device. Right. Um, but I mean, I think the idea is that all these cell companies have to advertise hard because the vast majority of people who need a cell phone plan already have one. Right. So they're all trying to lure customers from each other. 
And when you have them, the assumption is you'll stick with them for a while. Like people aren't going to switch to T-Mobile and then two months later say, okay, now I'm going to go hop over to Sprint. Like it's, right. it's annoying. So I feel like it's just the hope that even though you're not contractually required to stay locked in, that you'll be willing to be locked in. And that's, I, I mean, I think that's the strategy. I'm not saying it's a great strategy. I just think it's the strategy. I wonder if I can just buy a T-Mobile SIM and put you it in not. my iPhone 6. Oh, yeah, you could. What yeah, kind of phone? That, iPhone right? 60? Yeah, all the iPhone 6s are unlocked. I, I have, uh, no, they're not, but I, mine has been unlocked um, because I, I got it unlocked before I went to Portugal earlier this year. Are you year. AT&T? I am. It's the yeah, same AT&T phone. doesn't sell them unlocked. So right. Verizon sells them unlocked. Even though they don't even use SIM cards, but it's if you put a SIM card. The problem in, is then work. I'm still then I'm paying for two then I'm paying for two separate data plans until I yeah. can cancel my AT and T. Yes, um, which I'm I think I've got another year plus on that contract because I re upped when I got my iPhone six last year. Sucker. Yep. So wait, am I, so am I supposed to do this? Should I go get the fifteen dollar a month iPhone six? If, if, why? Why? Not? I mean, is there a reason not to? Yeah. Right. I, there's a reason, too, which is that my iPhone 5S is a piece of shit at this point. Like, it does not work at all. I restart my <laughs> iPhone two to six times a day. Touch ID works one out of every hundred touches. Like, it's garbage now. Oh, and it can't keep a connection to any kind of network for more than, like, five minutes at a time. So I feel like I potentially am in the target demo for this new T-Mobile plan. I'm not sold yet, but I think it might be the case. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, the, uh, the total costs end up being, but this is so apparently this deal lasts through Labor Day. So you've got a few weeks here to decide what you want to do but apparently no deposit no fees you get that 15 dollars a month so wait, I assume that's on, on but top of your existing plan though right that's not just that's not just for new customers um no it's knew, not yeah i think upgrade it's, your iphone not your price zero dollars up front and 15 dollars a month it's all right on their homepage, and then there's a button to learn more trade in your current device so I have to give them my 5S and get an amazing price on okay. iPhone 6 now. Okay. Then upgrade to a new comparable iPhone later this year ah, for the same ah, price. Ooh, okay. ooh. $15 per month only applies, it looks like, to the 16 gig version, which is worth noting. Oh. They probably charge you a little bit more for, for, yeah, the, right, for a bigger sense. capacity, right? Right, right. Scales up. The, you know, like a 64 gig is like $30, 128 gig is like $200 a month. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, so where did you see that? Uh, I was looking at the press release. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if there's more information about. <laughs> so wait, what does that mean? I don't understand. Lex, what do we need to do to get you in a new phone today? What does it mean? So wait, it's only it's they're only giving you a 16 gig six, or you have to pay more than fifteen dollars a month if you want bigger. I don't know. It doesn't. Thanks say, for nothing, Dan. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm. Thanks for not being. I a thought you were T-Mobile customer support. Come on, why did I even dial into this? <laughs> you know how long that phone tree was. Why did I even dial into this? Por español, a prima dos. <laughs> Did you Google how to say it first? No, I've heard enough phone trees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, Lex, but it sounds like you should go into your local T-Mobile store and see what they tell you. That sounds horrible. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you how little oh. I want to go into the T-Mobile store. That's so cool. Well, That's you're so... going to, I mean, I, I presume you're getting a new phone this fall one way or the other, right? Yes. Yeah. Even if it's a giganto phone. Well, if it's 16 gig, then it's out of the question. I'm not doing it. That's reasonable. You know what I mean? It seems like they would just charge you more for the for the bigger one. Yay! They, I mean, I don't know. Why would they not? Why would they not do that? Um, they're crazy. Very well. Yes, I suppose there's that. But okay, <laughs> they are very very strange people. <laughs> okay, so Makes I sense. gotta go into the store. Jump on demand. 
<laughs> Stupid name. Uh, <laughs> all right. This I guess a, I'm going to go to a T-Mobile store. Consult. Okay, well, why don't you start doing that, and we'll just keep the call going. <laughs> yeah, just, okay, just I'm walking away now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, his connection then his connection yeah, then right. dropped. <laughs> his cord is cord unplugged. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. So it's attractive me. I especially I especially like the uh, the they give you like free data internationally too in a lot of countries. Even yes. if it's it's slightly slower, but it's still free, which is nice. Right. Slightly slower is I think overstating it. It's, it's dramatically, slower. painfully okay. slower. Lex, do you ever travel? <laughs> <laughs> Because if so, I will say though that getting an unlocked iPhone six and buying local sims in the countries I went to ended up being a pretty sweet deal. So, but not free. It's <laughs> definitely not free. No, it's definitely not free. Shit, but man. I also wow. had LTE data <laughs> that I basically was more or less unlimited because there was no chance I would hit my thresholds. Does Apple Music work when you're international? If you have a U.S. Apple account, I oh, can't man, tell you that. I have not traveled internationally. Yeah, you're frying my brain, man. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm going to consider it. And I don't want the iPhone 6 is the thing. But then uh, I saw six colors reported on some rumor-mongering guy who's apparently right some of the time that Apple might not be doing in the September-October release era um, a phone the size I want. They, they might not have a new four-inch phone yet. They might be waiting a few more months to release a four-inch phone. Oh, and I want a four-inch. I can't imagine it would... First of all, I can't imagine... It's either this... They'll either release it at the same time as they release the rest of their phones or they'll yeah, release it the just, following year, right? Like there's That's just cruel. There's no <laughs> There's no way they would stagger that. That's just dumb. Now, if you're... What are you, make it interesting. What if you're wrong? <laughs> How much money do I already <laughs> owe you guys? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. But I want to. I want you to be right. But I don't know. I just. I. I think it's possible that they will release a uh, four-inch iPhone. That's the iPhone six internals. Is my guess. Right. Um, and I know that's what this guy is saying. Probably not. But I. I am skeptical about that. Um, so I would guess that either when they make their iPhone, do their iPhone event in September or whatever. Um, it will say, hey, we've got a 6S, and then we've got a 6C, which is like a 4-inch version. And where the, the 6 Plus and 6S Plus comes in beats the hell out of me. <laughs> right. Too many phones. <laughs> Too many phones. Too many phones. I saw there was a new Motorola X this morning. I was very excited. <laughs> Didn't you run out and buy one? Nope. Mm. So you're not really that excited? Nope. <laughs> Uh, sorry, that was a that, that was, was a faux. That was a lie. Okay. That was a yeah. lie. You caught right. me. <laughs> I will always catch you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, because I I think I mean if a six C comes out, four inch six C, uh, yeah, six C, right? Uh, Who knows? <laughs> in the colors of the current iPods of the rainbow, or at least the color the candy colors of the current iPods, I will probably get one. Yeah, because I yeah yeah I want to go back to the four size the four inch size, and I, I want it bad enough. I want it bad enough to take plastic. Can I go all the way? I don't know. I've gotten very used to the iPhone six size. I feel like the, if really, I went I back to the, the the iPhone five size, it would seem too small. John, why do you want to go back? I just it's too big. I never wanted the damn thing in the first place. <laughs> you people all wanted the big phones. I did never I, wanted the big phones. I, don't I was want it. used I don't to people. It. No, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, those guys. 
<laughs> ruining things for everybody. What is your problem? Hold on listeners? for a minute. I'm talking to the listeners. All right, we'll be quiet. Yeah, no, I just, I never wanted a big phone. I tried it because I thought, okay, everybody says big phone, big phone. So I'll try the big phone. I do not like the big phone. Everybody says big phone, big phone, big I phone. Want, I want a phone that I can reach the upper right corner with my thumb without well, like holding it like it's a. Can I interest you in a prosthetic thumb? <laughs> a thumb extender? Yeah. If I was Mr. Fantastic, I wouldn't have this problem. You'll always be Mr. Fantastic to me. So many problems I wouldn't have. So many problems I wouldn't have. And I already have the aloof parenting style. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't think I have one for that. <laughs> I'll just start another one. <laughs> Comic why book I, parenting tips? That actually I is a show really I would listen Mr. to. Why I may actually be Mr. Fantastic. You know, I, I'm going to shift gears for a minute. Is that okay with you guys? You feel Go. like we've exhausted Do it. this? Go. Okay. For the part of last week's episode that I've listened to, because I'm still only like two-thirds of the way through, there's a conversation where you're talking about Apple watch surprise. And uh, Dan mentions, you know, I haven't sent my heartbeat or a sketch to anybody in forever. And so as soon as I heard that, I sent him my heartbeat. I was wondering why <laughs> then, then Dan and I had a whole conversation via uh, conversation sketches. is kind of overstating well, it. The best part was I figured out what your sketch conversation was. He was asking if I could be on clockwise and we were going back and forth, but Jason Snell was IMing yeah. me at the same time saying, here's what Dan's sketches to you mean. And I was like, I already knew what it said. I was on a Skype call with Jason Snell at that time. So really that's like a circle of life there. But I was thinking, and Apple clearly knows, but isn't going to say, at least not say explicitly. I, I, like you, I'm not sending sketches to anybody or heartbeats to anybody. And if I do it, it's only ever as a goof, never for any kind of intentional communication. And I have to assume that given the price tag and given the nerd factor and everything else, that's got to be true for the vast majority of watch owners. I have to agree because I was sending you that, you know, that stuff again, kind of as a joke and to see if it was actually useful. But the problem was there was no scenario where me typing that out or dictating it is not faster. There's right. no scenario. Yeah, right. right. And uh, I feel like even the commercials are starting to move away from those features a little bit. Not all the way. Here's the bit. thing. If there were a sketch app like that you accessed off the home screen and let you send stupid little sketches in your heartbeat to other people, fine. I'm totally cool with that. Why? Because I never have to use it. But right. the fact that it is hooked in, as we discussed many times before, to the button on the side feels like a ginormous waste. <laughs> just, well. It's just dumb. It's just... I, it, it's a novelty. When they showed... Watch OS 2.0, they're like, hey, look, now we've made that button even better. You can go through different screens of context. <laughs> Not, or you can change what this stupid fucking button does to something useful. But I can't even figure out what it should do. I My suggestion was for glances. Um, yeah. And I still hold to that being a, a better usage. I won't claim it's a great usage, but I think it's better. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there there must be something on that that's more useful I, I guess actually just locking it to any one app could be useful right because from yeah. or even to one glance because i don't keep the battery life on the home screen but everyone's what i want to check i'm not saying that's what i'd use the button for but having like quick hit that button and you go straight to it to still the seems like a waste be right because it's a whole button with a dedicated concept and if that concept is just look at information then that seems silly i don't know i feel like many buttons in the world are dedicated to one function <laughs> <laughs> on buttons hang up buttons Bleep, bleep. <laughs> That's 20th century thinking, Lex. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. It's not useful. I just am not going to... I'm not going to call you from that. I'm not going to... Are you in the bus right now? 
No, there's so. cars going by. <laughs> <laughs> or is that is Lex actually going to the... Uh, Lex is going to the T-Mobile <laughs> yeah, store. Going yeah. to the T-Mobile store. I'm on John Legere's uh, private jet right now. That's what you're hearing. <laughs> I will fly my private jet to pick you up to come buy an iPhone. You know what? You know what else is hard is when you're dry, when you're trying to draw a message to someone, and it's like it's hot because it's summer and it's humid, and my finger is just like like sticking to the glass as I try to draw something. So I try to send a message that has writing in it, and it just comes out as illegible scrawling because it's a tiny canvas and my finger is write. gigantic. I just can't write. I can't. I can't do anything with it. I know you I, never learned how to write. It was very sad. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could put like one letter. Yeah, you send them one letter at a time. I would even venture to say that um, the sketching feature is just stupid. Like why they felt they had to put it in the first place is a little bit beyond me. I feel like it's a great idea someone at the top had and everyone's like, are you sure? And they're like, yes, this is great. Put it in. Like, All right. I guess so. <laughs> so you're saying some code. The heartbeat makes total sense. Like that, there's, you know, real world use cases for it. I want to send people my heart. No, there's not. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm confused by it. Well, I, yeah, so I don't know. The, um, I guess we solved the, that problem. No, yeah. I, I don't know if we solved it, but <laughs> destroyed it. Well, so it's interesting, right? Because, you know, there's been a lot of top about, uh, talk about watchOS 2. There goes the bus again. And <laughs> oh, just landed. I'm at T-Mobile headquarters. <laughs> Please put your tray table in the upright position. <laughs> There's been a lot of time. Oh, never mind. I'm not even doing this anymore. I quit. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Please, no, no, been, no, There's on. been a lot of talk about watchOS 2, and I agree with Lex that that particular upgrade seems kind of dumb to me. Are there other things that you guys are looking forward to? I mean, we spent a long time talking about Apple Watch before it came out, and I feel like now that we have them, we talk about them less. <laughs> Well, it sure. basically does what I want. That's what life is like, Dan. <laughs> um, I I like mine. I use it every day. Um, when I don't wear it, I am annoyed because I look at my wrist to see things like check the time and see what notifications I have. Um, I don't wear it in the pool because I'm too scared to. Um, but I like the watch. I'm happy I have it. That's good. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I feel, I, I feel like my life is now complete. I mean, <laughs> sure, yeah, right. You've got it's over, right? You're you know nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Why, why? This is the last why episode of the rebound. <laughs> are we even on this podcast? Everything's been solved. We already have our watches. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming the thing is the thing that's weird is like I'm assuming that native apps will make things a lot better, but I don't really have a good grasp of how how that's going to play out, particularly. Yeah, I mean, so what apps do you guys end up using on a daily basis? Do you have? apps that you regularly use on your watch well i was just gonna say i mostly use the stock apps i mean the you know not the, sto- <laughs> the, not the stocks but the, the apps that came with well, the i thought you were fucking you know, not, with us <laughs> yeah right right no no just yeah like i check my ones. stock prices pretty much every day like every hour that's pretty much apple all i do app. i use the apple apps is what i'm saying so and those probably are i mean those are already running native i don't the, I, I'm trying to think of apps that I actually like launch from the home screen as opposed to apps that I say go into from like a notification. Um, and the only thing I can think of is I use Authy for my two factor authentication codes, which I kind of dig because I don't have to find my phone. Oh, so you're using Authy on the, the watch? I don't know if I even installed the Authy app on my watch. Uh, I kind of like that one. That I don't, auth- even know, I don't even know if I know what that is. It's basically for two-factor authentication stuff. Oh, so if it? you have two-factor authentication set up for a bunch of different accounts, it can store all of those tokens. So I have my, my Microsoft account, my Google account, my Dropbox account, and then I can bring, in, bring up the two-factor code 
from my watch instead of having to find the app on my phone um, or if my phone isn't nearby or something like that. Actually, my biggest oh. issue with Authy, which is an app I use and like, is that if I do want to find it on my phone, I want to launch it via Siri because I have no idea what screen it's, it's on. It's impossible. It never recognizes Siri can, it. Siri has, cannot understand Authy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it'll try anything. It it's launched like, Microsoft oh. Office for me a bunch of times. Let's, let me see what it is right now. Authy. It's not a word. Yeah. That's the problem. It just sounds like you're mispronouncing right. something. Because it's not a word, it can't handle it. And it's, it's frustrating. The, um, the fix I found, Lex, by the way, is I actually really like, have you ever used um, Launcher? Uh, no. So Launcher is an app that basically all it does is put a, an app launcher in Notification Center, which is oh, actually pretty useful. So I have Authy is one of the few in there in my... Can you, can you spell this for me, please? Authy, A-U-T-H-Y. Okay. Like authentication, but with a Y. Yeah, but with a Y. Authentication. It's like what. the famous Alanis Morissette song, you, oh, Authy, please no. Please, That's the please, one. Please no? stop. <laughs> Um, I heard that you can put all your um, two-factor codes in one password, but I'm too lazy to change it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't uh, no. I use I use the uh, activity app to see that I'm lazy, and I use the clock face app all the time. <laughs> um, and uh, I do some uh, some. Oh, Dan sent me a sketch. Uh, that was like ten minutes ago. <laughs> I uh, I do also uh, I do I do some iMessaging from there and I do some email triage from there. Like I imagine a feature. What the hell did you send me? Was that a hand like saying okay? Don't, don't ask. Just it was don't. an attempt to spell something, and it really just <laughs> as I mentioned, I was trying to write with my finger, and like the screen is just kind of like yeah, I, I did know, not get that. Message. But um, it was supposed to be like why? <laughs> I do think I will use um, the ability to reply to email. And watch OS 2.0. Mm. Have you tweaked your hmm. like auto response? <laughs> like, so you know you can set up like auto response, like what your what that populated list of text responses has. Do you have do you have like an assortment that you've put in, or do you sort of rely on the like quote unquote intelligent processing? Oh, for iMessage replies, yeah. I think I just use the stock options. I think I've put in a few options, but they don't even all come up, and I always find like. It's it's sometimes it's very good about providing me with answers that work, and then sometimes it is terrible. <laughs> What's interesting is I had a person, um, it was a real person, and this <laughs> this human being was apologizing to me via text, uh, and it's like, and it's like, I'm sorry, and I was intrigued <laughs> because Apple Watch was like, it's okay. I forgive you. Apology accepted. Like it got contextual on the just the I'm sorry, and I was impressed by that. Somebody took the time to say, well, what if somebody's receiving an apology on their Apple Watch huh. and wants to forgive the person? There was no option like, you are not forgiven or this friendship is over. Uh, so <laughs> they didn't think this all the way through, but there was something. That's what emoji are for, Lex. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Please send the smiling pile should, of like, the, the, the face with the tongue sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> Which always looks slightly more cheerful than I think it's supposed to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's usually how I reply. So there's one other Apple story we should talk about, at least, which okay. is uh, I am surprised that it's been days now and Apple still hasn't updated this horrible Why There's iPhone page. Oh. Are you familiar with the Why yes. There's iPhone page? Yeah, I don't think I've looked at yeah. this. Gruber even linked to a piece of it. It was ghostwritten by Stan Sigman. <laughs> I don't understand that joke because okay, I don't look, know who that person is. I was the former CEO yeah. of Dan gets it. <laughs> or no, uh, AT&T when it was still singular. Singular, singular yeah. I'm looking at it now. 
Um, what is but so this? we'll put the link in the show notes. It's this fancy, you know, it's a lovely looking page about why you should buy an iPhone. The copy is terrible right. regardless. I'm just going to pick a random, I, this is not pre-screen. I'm going to pick a section and oh my God, it is terrible. So this is uh, talking about the camera. <laughs> oh my God, it's that is, kind of thinking is. that also enabled us to create the world's most popular camera, a camera that makes it easy to take insanely great photos. Like, how did you even do that? Great. So we're big fans of fragments. And we, how did you even do that? Is the modifier describing great? Wait, so. okay, I've got one for you too because I just I just started reading through this and I've also picked a random one. This one is about um, sharing. Um, man, they really like certain sense with like. And on the topic of keeping things safe, we think you yeah. should be able to control what you share and what you don't. Okay, like <laughs> if you want an app to show your restaurants within walking distance or add to add a filter to your photo, that means the app needs to see your location or access your camera period and that can be kind of personal so we make sure the choice is up to you because a phone should keep what's private private period exclamation point i am not reading the punctuation it actually says period period exclamation point period (laughs) oh my god um first of all first of all i realize i've done a lot of editing professionally and so you know this makes me very tuned into grammar issues but you can't say period and then follow it with an exclamation point because you would not write period yeah. followed by an exclamation point. So the, that's right out. <laughs> the page, the page itself is awesome. Yeah, it's yes. beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's completely. It's com- is, you know, like most of their stuff, it's completely gorgeous. It's just so, um, terribly written. Th- though. The writing is horrible. The in the camera section, I didn't even notice this, but when Dan talked about punctuation, I had to check the last paragraph of the camera section that I was reading before. What that means is, comma, you don't actually have to know what that means. Okay, great. All you have to that, the okay, great was my editorializing. All you have to do is use it to see that taking photos and videos on iPhone is really, period, flipping, period, amazing, what period. The hell? So the sentence ends, iPhone is really, and then flipping apostrophe, period, and then amazing. But the the sentence that has people or the paragraph that has people in a uh, really Uproar. stirring the controversy flames, right? Dan is uh, dot <laughs> number four. I need to get some controversy flames. Damn. Dot number four on the apps. Sorry, it's also on. amazing. I got it. This fact- whole page has just crashed so far for me. <laughs> You're right with I'll, that. I'll read it to you. It's awesome. Also amazing the fact that there are over a million and a half capable, beautiful, inspiring apps on the App Store. Here's where it gets good. And each and every one was reviewed and approved by a team of real live humans with great taste and great suggestions and great ideas. All separate sentences. Wow. Yes. So Apple is saying... They really do like fragments, huh? But they're saying these yeah, apps are great because the real live humans reviewed them and they have great taste and great suggestions and great ideas. Yeah, that doesn't so, make sense to me. They, yeah. Are their suggestions and ideas important to the app selection process? So right. it, the implication is Apple's reviewers are coaching developers to make their apps better, and you, the consumer, mm. are the beneficiary. Mm. Yeah, and the fact that the humans never screw up and don't deny <laughs> and deny apps some random stuff. So Gruber's been collecting on Twitter examples of some of the App Store curator's great taste and suggestions <laughs> with like an app that's got Android screenshots as its screenshots in the App Store. and. Yeah. You know, apps that crash on launch, et cetera. So I don't know. I'm surprised that it's still there. I can't yeah, believe this they is a that. weird. There was a really bad one, like I want to say six <laughs> months, six months to a year ago. Like Sorry, another hold on. really, real terrible piece of copy. Well, I guess this. I got, I got one here. Swing by any of our 457 stores and counting, or call us on the phone at AppleCare, or chat us up right here where you actually already are right now. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
it's, it's, it kind of reads like they put it in Google Translate, translated to another language, and then translated back to English. <laughs> if um, if Steve Jobs were alive, I would expect this to happen because he would have written this. Yes, I like yeah. the end, and then there's like the the options are awesome. I want one. So how do I switch? Or I'm up for learning even yeah. more. Oh, God, I don't know, man. But this is not this is not the first instance of lousy copy on there. Do you not think Phil Schiller is like so the guy behind the guy on this one? Because this is marketing, man. Well, I mean, I don't know. Does he maybe, read it? maybe I Phil? Can't imagine it. he reads everything. But <laughs> it's a gigantic page <laughs> on their website a... that's off the front page. Of course, he read this. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't like let somebody post like some underling post like a blog post. He's listening like... to a lot of podcasts. I mean, you know, I mean, he might have read it, but maybe he wasn't really paying attention. Maybe he didn't read it. Read it. <laughs> You know, if any of us are followed by Phil Schiller out there, I feel like we should screenshot the app conversation and send it to him via DM and say, hey, Phil, what's up with this? Anybody out there followed by Phil Schiller on Twitter? Uh, nobody. Nobody really. Dan, Dan, are you followed by Phil Schiller on Twitter? Uh, you know, I would have to say no. John Moltz, are you followed by Phil Schiller on Twitter? I will have to um, refuse to answer that question. Ooh. It may incriminate Phil Schiller. <laughs> I don't think he's listening to this podcast. I'm going to tweet at him right now. Oh. What the hell do I care? <laughs> See, that's, that's what I do with, that's what I do with, with Tim Cook. At Tim Cook doesn't follow me. What do I care? Are you? He can't follow you any less. When exactly. are you going to fix this language? <laughs> this is live, people. It's this really, is live. History want, like, happening what, right here. It's really, what do I want to say? It's really, it's not offensive. It's really obnoxious uh demoralizing what's what what's the right adjective for specifically for the app thing yes um i'm 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 setting aside the fact that the writing is terrible yeah it's really insulting to developers pace Mm. all right d morin co-wrote this (laughs) (laughs) some of us still have to work in this field the tweet has been sent okay work what's that never heard of it not all of us can sell our podcasts or So that's that's all the things I have to talk about. What do you guys have? Uh, apparently, Apple Music hit 10 million subscribers, but it, nobody's paying anything, so that's not important. <laughs> wow! <laughs> how many uh, how many copies of that U2 album did they <laughs> did they move? <laughs> what uh, what percentage of people do you think turned off Auto Renew? Because that's the meaningful number, right? So I did that, and then every once in a while, Apple Music was having some serious issues, and it would tell me I was not an Apple Music subscriber. Um, and I'd be like, mm. it's a pretty good strategy. Yeah, well, I works. restarted my phone and that almost always fixed it. But it was also in those cases where it was having, remember it was having network problems. I think as we talked about on last week's episode, um, the service outages. So I think it was just more like it could not authenticate whether or not I was signed up or something. I don't know. Um, or it just, you couldn't even log me in essentially. Um, but I turned off auto renew immediately cause I might stay with it, but I wanted the option rather than just the immediately keep paying for it yeah i well so um, i guess my point is if half the people um turned off auto renew which i think is way too high so you're talking that i I think way fewer people did um so you have five million people left subscribing like apple's poised to have a giant fucking payday when the free trial period is over right i mean i guess so if it's it's the spot to start billing 50 million a month right yeah I mean, I, yeah. If they if they lost only fifty percent of them, I I think that's probably steep. I think they'll probably hold on to two thirds to three quarters. 
Would fifty million even register in their financials though? Um, on a monthly subscription basis, yes. <laughs> yeah, because then you add that up every month. So one hundred fifty right? million a quarter. Well, fifty yeah. million a, a month is six hundred million a year, and I feel like that does it's it's not a big fraction of their holdings. No, it's half a billion. It even is right. It's half a billion dollars. And if they keep attracting new customers, that's the question. So yeah, right? Moltz, fuck you. <laughs> Just saying, they make a they make a lot of money. <laughs> they make a lot of money. I'm going to DM Phil Schiller. It's Holy not shit. like when they make four hundred forty two thousand dollars on iPods, but hey, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> why why stop making the iPads? We're making two hundred forty dollars two hundred forty dollars a quarter on it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys a question, and I don't want you to get mad at me. Oh no! Uh, Already no, angry. No, pro- no promises. Who is Phil Schiller's avatar? Oh, isn't it? Uh, is it it's Racer X? Racer X, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was Space Ghost. Um, no, it is Space. Ghost. No, it now. used to be. It used, it used to be used Racer to be space... X. It is now Space Ghost. Oh, it's oh, Space Ghost again. I think that it is was... Space Ghost. That is Space okay. Ghost. Okay. All right, so look at that. I know. Um, why? <laughs> and isn't he in theory stealing somebody else's thing to do that? Like it's not his image. Maybe he paid them saying. for it. I don't mine, know. mine is not my image either. Mine is a so, much younger, much handsome so person. <laughs> Mine is Josh Molina vomiting up eggnog. No, that's Josh Molina. That's what I'm saying. Mine is Lex Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about changing my avatar, guys. What? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. This yeah. is breaking news. I heard you have hair back too, right? Yeah. Yes, I have hair. I have hair again. I've had hair for quite a while now. That's good. That's but good. Yeah. For months. Literally months. Yeah. That other look. It was all right, but I don't think it was your... I tried it, you know. Uh, what's what are you changing your avatar to? Because your avatar has been the same what for like <laughs> the bald version of. Bits. I don't know. I don't know. I see. Yeah, that's the thing I want. Yeah, right. <laughs> Racer X. <laughs> I was gonna change yeah. it to me, but I don't really. I probably don't have a picture of me that I like anyway. So I do like the bug-eyed one that Albert took of me. Though. What about a picture of uh, Stephen Amell? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what about a picture of Gil Emilio? A picture of somebody who's much more good-looking than I am. Gil Emilio. <laughs> Like, like for instance, Gil Emilio. <laughs> you should just change your picture to a picture of Tim Cook, and then that'll really good. And then people. see what happens, yeah. Or Phil Schiller. He's obviously not using his picture. That's a good point. Yeah. we got. I got some good ones from the front row of the talk show. <laughs> With the words, I think John Waltz is so funny coming out of his mouth. Well, I can't see the words. John. No, what I'm That's saying is I would put a bubble. I would put a bubble in there that says, "I think John Maltz is so funny." Now I'm just i messaging you guys pictures of Maltz. <laughs> now, yeah, now he's, he's, he's sending pictures. <laughs> I have some good ones of you. I think I my contact picture of you. I think you should use that one. I'm going to pull that up for you. Your MacWorld headshot, oh, so I would bad. not use. Where'd you get that? That one doesn't look enough like yeah, it. That's me and that's me and Jeff. Where'd you get that picture? <laughs> it's Texburger. Uh, Google image search on your oh, you're just, Okay. <laughs> Thanks for finding pictures of me. All right, I only got one more to send you. Okay. okay. And see. Bring them on. Uh, you should know when you Google that, see, image that's search the one, John Moltz. Well, it's the, it's the, the, the bug-eyed one, I think. Well, the one I have of you kind of is also favorite. you kind of looking That one's bug-eyed. also good. That one's also good. But, but when I do the Google image search on John Moltz, I also get a variety of pictures of John Gruber, a strange... Uh, Joni Ive picture that has been messed with from Crazy Apple Rumors. <laughs> oh, Scott, Scott Forive. 
Scon 4 I've Oh, my favorite. That was from uh that was a presentation that to John and Paul and I did at Macworld Expo. Right. Yeah. Like many, many years ago when there was a Macworld Expo. <laughs> it's really disturbing that picture. It is, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? You yeah. can't look yeah. away though. Let me tell you. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, that you'll you'll have nightmares tonight. <laughs> I mean you'll have different you'll have different nightmares. <laughs> That's a winner. Well, I feel like we've solved a lot of the internet's problems again today, and created uh, some. <laughs> are you guys upset? Are you upset that um, Google Plus is going away? I don't even understand what's happening to Google Plus. That's how not upset I am. Like I can't understand what they're saying. I think they're just they're de-emphasizing it. They're making it so you can log into their services without having a Google Plus account, and ha- without having Which Google Plus was, be the thing. But is that, there what's the option for people who already suffered through the indignities of Google Plus to get accounts? Like, can I decouple them now? think so yes as long as you think so yeah well i think that's the point okay good that's the the whole point and nothing but the point right so (laughs) so nobody's upset uh you know i couldn't really bring myself okay okay good good i just wanted to make sure that you guys weren't upset because i was worried about that i'm fine with it (laughs) uh anyway i like apple music so, <laughs> if you asked Apple Music what your most listened to song was right now, what would it say? Can I ask Apple Music that? I don't think it can tell you. No, I don't know. That would be I useful. I couldn't, tell I, you. I couldn't tell you the answer. That I couldn't tell you the answer. That off the top of my head. My music listening situation is still totally screwy because I have the paid Rhapsody subscription, the free Apple Music one, and then we spent mostly listening to music from the Echo because the kids can tell it what to play. And I definitely. If we're listening to Sonos, which would mean Rhapsody, I will say, you know, Alexa, next song. And Alexa's like, I'm not playing any songs, you asshole, because I'm so <laughs> accustomed to Alexa. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Dan, I'm Dan's here to... checking his tokens. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to provide services for you, Lex. <laughs> and check tokens. And check tokens. I don't know what that means. On his watch. You're checking tokens on your watch. What? what? Oh, just the two-factor authentication. Oh, yeah. tokens. I was like, tokens? tokens? Like, like video games. thought game he was arcades? winning video games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, those were the days. Those were the days. Now, there's no more. We'll never get those days back. That's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> now we can play them at home. <laughs> I feel like it was a stronger it. show when Guy was on it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use the phrase barely legal? <laughs> no, and I usually do. <laughs> barely legal teens. Barely legal teens is almost in every email. I, <laughs> um, I have concerns. Uh, that, that for, a, for a long time, that was my SIG. <laughs> <laughs>